Welcome, welcome, welcome again to another episode of Sneaks, Rhymes, and Life. I am your host, Lionel McDonald. I have, this is the first episode. I know this has been heavily anticipated. Karen is joined us as our co-host. Say what's up, Karen. Hello, everybody. I'm so excited. This is, you know, as Lionel said, our first co-hosted episode, and I'm so excited to be here. So as we've talked before, um, and we kind of did this in the onset of this podcast, um, a focus on women. We all know this is the month of March. It's uh, it's Women's History Month. You know, the eighth is International Women's Day. So I think there's a really good opportunity to highlight some women and those that are allies of women um, as we fight and struggle towards equality. So special guest today, um, the Heartbreak Kid. Um, he is going to kind of share his story and share some of the amazing things that he's been doing. What's happening? Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm the Heartbreak Kid, and um, it's a blessing, and I'm grateful to be on such an amazing platform to highlight some amazing women out there. All right. So, yeah, we'll, we'll get into the questions uh, in a second. So uh, I, I definitely will share that um, we, we will kind of have a series as we kind of already running uh, 23 till infinity, the 12 best hip-hop albums of... Uh, of 1993 as we're now kind of on a 30 year anniversary of, of those albums. But uh, some amazing things have happened obviously in, in the sports world, kind of some of the memorabilia that I'm hanging in behind me today. Um, the Knicks are on fire. The Knicks have won the last nine games in a row. So I'm very happy as well as my favorite WNBA player, Kelsey Plum. She just got married mm -hmm. on the weekend. So uh, big shout out to Kelsey. She married Darren Waller. Darren, please don't screw it up. But uh, I think this is a big opportunity <laughs> to kind of really highlight, again, some of the amazing things that are happening in the sports world. But we're going to transition to the Heartbreak Kid and some of the things that he has been doing. So we, we're, we're going to start off and, and talk a little about sneakers. So tell us the kind of the early inception of your sneaker style. Like, where did your style come from? What were some of the early kicks that you kind of got yourself involved in? Um, this, my style definitely came from the community. Um, you know, I think majority of us, we all wanted Jordans and stuff like that, but our families couldn't get it at the time. So it was a lot of people in the community that did have some nice shoes and everything. So, you know, I would work hard, have a little job, like a little, you know, fast food joint job and save a couple of checks of just about that one pair and everything. So it definitely came from my community. Okay, amazing. So tell us a little bit about your collection. Um, you know, how many pairs are in it? You know, is it predominantly Jordans? You know, we're also, March is also doubles up as Air Max month. So I'm sure there's a few Air Max that are in there, but uh, why don't you break it down for us? Uh, sneaker collection, I will roughly say maybe 400. Um, Not playing. Is, it, it varies. Um my favorite sneaker is not a Jordan silhouette, to be honest with you. Um, it's an Air Max, actually. Um, and my style that I go for, we all had a little hype beast in us. So I had my little phase. But I love shoes that's not obtainable within the U.S. So I go for okay. shoes that's outside the country. So most of my nice. collection will be shoes that was not released in the US. Okay. okay, okay. That's really, really interesting. Hey, so before I turn it over to Karen, 
always curious to know what shoes did you wear this week or the oh. last week, you know, since it's, today is Monday or we're recording. Yeah. What, uh, what, I, uh, what shoes actually, did you wear last I, week? I actually, I actually bought my five out because I didn't know if it was going to run it through or not. But I actually bought my five that I wore this week. Okay. Run it. So show I, us. So I'll run it through as a quick clip. We have the Royal Toes, Hammerstone Home Butterfly Lee style. Okay. I have my UNC fours. Nice. Black Lee style. Mm-hmm. Gotta bring out the black in it. Gotta bring out my patent Jordan ones. As you can see, I'm very creative with my lace style. I never yes. want to bump yeah. up to somebody and look the same. No. I love I love for my personality to stand out. My PSG fours, as you can see, change the lace style. Yep. Yep. And then lastly, one of my favorite shoes, a GR. Oh, and I, I love that shoe. Yes, very standard. Every time somebody sees me, they're like, where did you get that from? Yeah. I'm like, from the outlet, $90. You'll be yeah. surprised. That, that yeah. I I have the the uh, Air Force One a part of the, that's part of that collection. But mm-hmm. I love that 97. I just could not. I didn't find my size. Well, my size was available, and I decided not to buy it. And then when I wanted it, it was gone. Oh, wow. That's how it goes. <laughs> how it goes. Karen, we'll turn it over to you. Yeah, so I wanted to touch briefly upon your photography and your passion and your love for it because it, it's such a forefront on your platform. And, you know, I just wanted to talk a little bit about how you got into it, what do you prefer shooting with? Because I know you have, um, I believe it, is it a Canon that you shoot with a yes. lot of your content with? Yes. Um, and then I know you also recently met up with a young man to mentor him with photography and content creation. So can you sort of tell us a little bit about your journey and where you see it taking you and how it's going to move you forward? Uh, yeah, it's definitely interesting. So um, I was watching a, a sneaker YouTuber and he was, he had a YouTube channel that was called a 10 clip and you will come on his show and you'll run 10, of your favorite pairs in your collection mm-hmm. real fast. So he'll call it a 10 clip. And then, you know, every time I, I got new sneakers or something, I'll go on his show and show a 10 clip. And he was like, oh man, you'll be a dope post or whatever. I was like, oh man, I would love to. I've never been on YouTube before. He was like, you gotta buy a camera. So he told me to buy this Canon M200. It's a vlogging camera actually. And all I did was just step up the lens a little bit. So that kind of got me into it. Then, you know, the YouTube thing was a little bit too much for me. Mm -hmm. So I backed out of it, but I still played around with the camera. Nice. So I started to create content and started to go out to events and stuff. And I started to kind of like photography a little bit more, but I wouldn't really call myself a photographer. I think a photographer is a person that catches the love in a photo. I think a content creator is somebody who creates the moment. So interesting. Okay, I like that. I I like the distinction that you have of photographer and content creation. Yeah. So I always felt like that was it for me. I was like, I want to be a content creator. I want to go somewhere and create what I'm seeing mm-hmm. to, to an image to my audience instead of just 
snapping it, telling somebody to pull, snapping it, just catch them blindside. I think the yep. best moments is always when people isn't ready. Uh, absolutely, I agree with you. Some of the best moments captured are those um, are those unexpected moments, and it's just you know, um, uh, yeah, it's just unexpected. It's so real and it's raw, and those are the best moments, and those are oftentimes the best photographs that you can get. Yes, yes, I love it. I love it. So that's basically how you know I got into the whole camera thing and everything, and. Right. I will go to events and I will look for women, mm -hmm. not with hypebeast shoes, but just shoes in general, not even if it's Jordan. Like you can easily tell if somebody's a sneakerhead or something by what they have or something. Like, oh, this person, they 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 hunted for this shoe. Right. Like this ain't something they just went to the store. Like either whether even if you guys go on goat or anything, yeah. the fact that you took time out to go to purchase the shoe, yeah. To me shows that you have a passion for the culture. Absolutely. And it also comes from how they wear them, how they carry themselves, you know, and mm -hmm. even just talking to them, you can just hear the passion in their voice and the passion and conviction that they talk about what's on their feet or what's yeah. in their collection. And it's just, it's incredible. And that's how you talk to someone for about two hours on sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, sneakers definitely start a conversation. It definitely start a conversation. <laughs> yeah, they really do. Uh, um, that's how that's how I feel. Sneakers should always uh, speak in the room before you do. Like when you come in, you know everybody look down like, oh, okay, those are nice. You know, like yeah. they always speak that that should that should be your personality. Absolutely, absolutely, and it and it does speak to your personality, your style, who you are. Um, and it's just interesting to see how people can come together over a shoe. Right. Uh, yes. Yep, and you're yep. you're hearing from Karen, who is so particular about what she <laughs> buys. She will not buy what the average person will buy, what the hype beast will buy. She will only. She, she's probably one of the most unique sneakerheads I've ever <laughs> come across. She buys exactly what is in her lane and yep. nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 you know, I just stick to what I like and, you know, try not to fall into the trap of, you know, the fear of missing out or, you know, having to get the latest and greatest, you know, because sometimes that's not true to who I am as a sneaker collector. I agree. It, it should, it should definitely be what you like. Yeah. Cause, cause sneakers is nothing more to me than just wearable art. You know? Exactly. So it, it should always be something that you can appreciate because, you know, nobody wants to buy something just because somebody else has it. And then when you get it, you're like, why did I buy that? You know, it's like buying a exactly. piece of furniture that you saw everybody grabbing at the store. And then when you put it in your house, you're like, why did I buy that? That don't go with nothing <laughs> in my living room. That don't go with else. nothing in my living room. <laughs> <laughs> It's so true, though. That's a very good way of putting it. It's so true. So that's, you know, and people who ask me about my collection and sneakers and what how I decide, it's like, I just buy what feels good and feels right for me. I agree. That's it, I agree. you know. Um, and so where do you would like to see your, you know, your, your content creation through photography? Like, where would you like to see that go going forward? That's, that's that's one thing I always try to find out for myself as a destination. I think yeah. my destination wouldn't be a physical point 
on my timeline. I mm-hmm. think my destination will be when I start to see women being more seen, heard, and respected. Yeah. When I go to sneaker events and it's more compliments geared towards women. Right. When I see more sneaker releases geared towards women, when sneaker mm-hmm. releases are special for women, I think yeah. that's when I'll be like, somebody heard me. Yes. Somebody heard me. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you I know. cause I because I try to tell people, everybody always come to me and like, oh man, you make decent content. Like, how come you don't do more so we can learn who you are? And I'm like, my platform is not for me, it's for them. You know, it's interesting because in a way, I feel like, you know, your platform, while specifically not geared towards yourself, it's still an expression of who you are. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, I, I... through your content and through your, you know, posts that you make, you know, it's very much, you're very much, you know, a friend of women. Yes. You know, you're a family man, you know, you're so supportive of your partner and it's just so wonderful to see. So I feel like while yes, you know, your page isn't specifically geared for you specifically. And I know you do pop up every once in a while. Yeah, but, I noticed that you're, you're not the easiest person to find on your own page. You're, you're not. <laughs> no, he's not. But that's that's a, that's OK. That's OK. And that's, that's totally OK. It, so. Exactly. And it's very much. And I like I said, I feel like this is still an expression of who you are as a person. Yes, yes. I just want I just want a place where everybody can feel comfortable and safe to come to. Like yeah. my, my goal of when I post women is just for other women to notice Mm-hmm. other women and get together and communicate and compliment each other and help each other out I had some women hit me up and was like there's a girl you posted and she looked yeah. familiar and she happened to live in the same city I lived in and I never would have known that if I would oh, have looked awesome. at your page so now they're like best friends and they try to get each other sizes and they'll oh, tag awesome. me Yay! and stuff like that like that's like that's awesome. the goal to see dms messages like that is it's a goal like yeah. that's the whole purpose is for other women to support other women because yeah. you know how just the culture alone by itself is like a lot of women throw shade at each other or yeah jealous of each other yeah i just wanted to find something that was a common ground which i think is sneakers mm-hmm. and just run from there yeah no and it's fabulous i mean i've um you know met not physically met but like have encountered so many other female sneakerheads in their accounts and just started following them and just sort of connected and through dms and messaging and just supporting and uplifting and it's just been it's it's been wonderful like between you and another female-led um sneaker account you know i've met incredible women all over the world so it's, yeah it's so crazy you never know what somebody's going through somebody could be having a hard day and they yeah. don't post it on a page now but maybe my shout out might do something for them exactly exactly absolutely so well, I think Lionel, you're gonna kick it off again, or yeah. So yeah, I think if we kind of continue to go through, you know, some of the questions that we have here for you, um, you know, so obviously you're doing a lot here to magnify women and and sneaker culture, but like, what's the reaction you're getting from the women sneaker community? Are they embracing it? Do you have sometimes you have people kind of look at you sideways and like, why are you doing this? Like, give me, give us your insight. <laughs> 
I definitely do get questioned a lot. Um, I definitely do. I do get here and there. People will say, uh, like, why did you repost me? Or why are you reposting women? Um, but it don't really be the women that be so judgmental. It always be like a thank you and keep going. Yeah. But it will be, believe it or not, a lot of guys with those shade towards it. More, yeah. I'll get more men with a negative reaction than women. Mm. Most, most men, most of the negative messages I get will be from men, from men that are saying, why are you highlighting women? What are you getting out of this? You're making it hard for us because you're encouraging women to go out and buy more shoes. You're creating more sneakerheads because a woman might just be into heels, but you keep posting girls with a nice outfit. Now she's getting outfit ideas. And now she want to go get my shatter backboards that I'm trying to find. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not, that's not the whole thing here is for me to make anybody anything. My whole thing is just to have people be seen and appreciated. Yeah. There is definitely a lot of gatekeeping that still happens. So it's nice that, you know, you are sort of breaking down those barriers and allowing women to step up and be seen and heard and appreciated for what they contribute to the community as well. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, I definitely get questioned a lot about it. And what's my motive? What's my end goal? And stuff like that in a negative way and everything. But like I said, I, I don't look for nothing out of it. And the passion comes so far from me having six older sisters and me only being the only boy and the baby of the family. I've watched my sisters be so belittled by mm -hmm. men not just in sneaker culture, but just in life itself. Mm -hmm. And I always wanted to defend my sisters and stand up for my sisters. Yeah. So one day I went to my first sneaker event and I seen a girl being harassed by two other guys. I can't remember what shoes she had on, but the two guys was like, what do you know about that? You don't know nothing about what you have on and this and that. And it was like ganging up on her. And I could tell like she was defeated in the face, but yeah. she didn't show it, but I could see it. Yep. So ever since then, I was like, that's not right. Like, no, she she might not know nothing about Michael Jordan or Scottie Pippen or anything, but she liked what she likes. We all exactly. like what we like. Exactly. So that's what really started making me kick it off because I really never seen nobody else fight for women like that. I've seen people yeah. speak of it, but I never seen people take action. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And you shouldn't have to prove your knowledge because let's face it, no one knows everything. Yeah. I don't know everything. No, <laughs> no one knows everything. And, you know, it's tiring for, as a female sneakerhead, having to prove my value through knowledge or to prove that I know the information and the history. And it's like, dude, come on. Let me yeah. be me. Let me yeah. do what do what I want to do. And I don't need to prove anything to you. Yeah, it's crazy to me. To me, women, women are like the breadwinners in a way to me. I think a woman is more likely to spend more money than a guy will. Believe it or not, <laughs> I don't care how much a, a man likes sneakers. When a, when a woman likes something, they're yeah. going to buy it. If they yep. want to stream their whole house with Christmas lights, they're going to stream the whole <laughs> house. <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs> so no I, feel, I, I feel like we need to appreciate women more. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure brands see that too, that 
majority of the customers might be women. We might not even know it. Maybe. Yeah, I think the times are changing. The market is changing so rapidly and it's taken a long time for brands to get on board to create products and stories for women. Mm-hmm. But we're going in the right direction. I, I think, you know, we from are. where we were in five years ago to in, in 2018 yeah. to where we are now and the product that we're, they're creating and the stories and it's, it's an untapped market. I think the brands even see... Yeah that this is a market that can continue to grow. Like you said, when there's a product that women want, women will go out and get it. They'll do whatever is necessary to secure the bag and get that particular product. But you touched on something earlier, and I think that was great perspective on on your upbringing and that you grew Mm -hmm. up in a household of of six, six siblings that were all women. So I think that gives you tremendous perspective and I I can kind of now connect the dots and why you uh, you're the way you are and, and how you are, you know, creating, you know, a platform for women, which is, is, is very remarkable. But I I think when, what some people just don't understand is sometimes it's just not easy being an ally and some of your, your biggest obstacles are people that, are directly in your circle because they don't understand why. Mm-hmm. Why am I advocating for a woman? Why? Like you're a dude. Like why are you advocating for women? And myself, I am a huge WNBA fan. I've been a fan for years, and I think the game growing and the players being more angle. It's only led to me wanting to watch more. Like I have the WNBA app. I wear the WNBA product. I'm super excited to go to the game here in Toronto on. Um, uh, on May 13th. So if you didn't know, you can get your tickets as of Wednesday. The early birds yep. could get it as of today. But I, I think it's just an opportunity to really yield privilege and then take the opportunity to really take the time to learn about someone else's struggle and then really be able to advocate it and magnify it. Like I, I'm in a group at, at my own job and it one of the groups that um, it's a human resource group is really to help support women. It's called empowered. And really the the middle three letters is H-E-R. And Mm -hmm. the whole idea is I'm the only male that is on the leadership team, but it's for me to help advocate for women that are within the group that need to have a voice that just don't feel that they've ever haven't and given the opportunity. So I'm not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but there are lots of people out me uh, out there like me that want to do the right thing and and give people an equal platform. I think it just you have to have a different mindset than than people of years gone by where women got pushed to the side or are not even heard from at all. So I think it's a big big opportunity we have, and and I, I'm I'm just proud to talk to you that this is what you're doing because what you're doing is making a difference a hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping I could lead the way. Um, I, I agree with what you said. I think some people, it, I think there are more people that want to do what I'm doing, but they may be hesitant because they're scared of the judgment or the yeah. reaction. Yeah. So like I've been doing this for three years now, and I think I've started seeing the most traction towards the end of last year. And um, like brands and everybody started reaching out to me, asking the same thing, like, hey, we've been watching your page. It's very positive, yeah. but why? 
And then when I tell them what I told you, they was like, oh, okay, so you're passionate about this. Yeah. We just gotta make sure because some people just do things, get something out of it. But when you're passionate about something, yeah. it shows yeah. who you are. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I know part of the 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 core of, of my motivation is that I'm a girl dad. I am through and through mm-hmm. a, a girl dad. I have a, a seven and a half year old. We count halves in our house. So she's <laughs> seven and a half. And um, you know, she she's gymnastics and basketball my wife played basketball and 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 ran cross country and track and our the, the dog that we have our three-legged wonder named rosie she is a, a female too so uh, i am the only male in this house right now but i i am pro woman 100 and i think if you can have that right mindset and how everyone can have a place at the dinner table uh and how the, the world and, and businesses and sneakers and hip-hop could all grow together if if women have a better platform, it's like I, I know I'm doing the right thing. People just need to understand and get on board. I agree. I agree. And I've seen some crazy things. Cause you know, um, a lot of shoes could be like so many multicolors, so many different tones, mm-hmm. or it may be something us males were hesitant to buy, but we like it. But we'll be like, it's a little too hot pink, or it's a little too <laughs> this. Like women, women could pick any shoe and create a style from it. And I think that is so yeah. unique, you know, not because just because they're females, but women always go out the box because women love to be different. No woman want to go to the ballroom and have the same dress on that another woman no. has. No, no. never. You know, never. So I, I, I see women with sneakers the same way. So that's why I, I always put in my post, you know, women could go toe to toe with any man because I feel as though they're willing to be more outgoing. Yeah. You should see some of the things that Karen wears to the office. She pushes the envelope 100%. Put you on blast right now, Karen. You, you know what I'm talking about. You haven't yeah, seen know. some. You haven't seen some of the fits. Go check her out on Instagram, <laughs> Kane Sneakerland. You, you will see fits. On, just watch the story. Just hang out. Hang out on the story Monday to Friday, and, and you're just gonna see. It's like, whoa, he's wearing that to work. It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I I push the envelope in the office. <laughs> and I think that's so dope because I think I think the whole mindset of sneakers is to have fun with. You Absolutely. know, that's that's our that's our childhood side of us, you know, our yeah. personality and everything. You know, you're in a good mood, you might go out there, you know, wear a bright shoe or a colorful shoe or something. Mm-hmm. But if you really feel low-key, you just trying to go to the post office, come right back, you might just wear something simple all black. You know, like sneakers of yep. personality. You when you look at that, you be like, oh, that shoe is real colorful. That person must be real, you know, spontaneous. That person must be, you know, that's the way I look at things. Yep. No, you're absolutely right. And to your earlier point, like it's wearable art. Mm-hmm. Love yep. it. Oh, I, I took that quotable. I'm gonna I'm gonna be using that one. <laughs> <laughs> so if if we kind of get back into a, a couple of the other questions that we had, so. You know, obviously it's Women's History Month and yeah, this is uh, Sneaks, Rhymes and Life. You can find us on YouTube, but also you can find it on Spotify. You can find it on Google. You can find it on uh, so many different streaming platforms, including Apple. But if we kind of get into the question of what's happening in from your brand's perspective for International Women's Day, which is on the 8th, that's Wednesday. And, and then what also, you know, you're doing this month. Are there anything, things that you have special planned or you're just looking to continue to you know 
champion your, your cause of, of, of amplifying some voices when it comes to the women in the sneaker community? I mean, I, I was definitely thinking of doing like a, a, like a, a nice tribute to women. Okay. Like uh, make a nice reel or something that's a tribute to women. Um, that, that was definitely, I don't want to say too much of that because I want to surprise the women. Um, last month, I did team up with a brand called Lavish Citizen. It's a clothing yes. line that's um, ran by a woman. And she invited me and my wife on a shoot and of so many different women from different cultures and towns together. It was our first time all strangers meeting each other, basically. And so. the vibe was great. And um, I think she's supposed to be releasing something this month of it. You know, took a couple of shots and everything. So stay tuned for that. Definitely. Will do. I saw you post some stuff to your stories about that. And it looked absolutely incredible and amazing. And it looked like everybody was having fun. Yeah, so it was definitely dope. It was definitely dope. It was yeah. nice. Okay, so we like to have this fun segment on this podcast. It'll be the first time that Karen takes part in this or, or, or just at least hears it from the um, from the host point of view, but we call it cop or pass. Um, so I'm going to give you a shoe. You know, some of the shoes are shoes that are coming up in the very near future. You, you got to tell me whether this is a cop or a pass for you. So we will start with, now he's been a little controversial, but John Morant has his own shoe coming out uh, called the day one. Is that a cop or a pass for you? I'm not judgmental. Um, I think the shoe is okay. I'm going to say it's a cop. Okay. Okay. So big, big conversations that Karen and I have had many, many a times in the last month. So a very special pair of air force ones is coming out. It is the Mm -hmm. Tiffany air force one. For you, is that a copper or a pass if you can get your hands on it? Ah, it's a it's a pass to me. I, I feel like the quality is probably amazing knowing Tiffany, but I think they could have just put a little bit more effort in it. I think I saw a friends and family pair that I probably would have copied. It was like the reverse of it. It was the blue, the yes. Tiffany blue and yeah. the black swoosh. Yeah. But 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 the but the original one that's released now, it's a pass. Okay. Yep. So they, I, I believe it's going to happen in the summer. So the original Hirachi basketball shoe, that if you go back to like 1991, 92, that um, the Fab Five wore, um, when like they the wore all at Michigan, yeah, the high top one, would that be a copper or a pass when that comes out? Oh, no, it has to be a pass for me. It has to be okay. a pass for me. No, it was kind of high. That's it was kind of hundred percent cop if I could get my hands on it. It, Hirachi's are super comfortable, so I can yeah. only imagine yeah. how supportive my ankle would be. Yeah. And Derek yeah. Rose would be happy. Uh. But, <laughs> but I'm going to pass on that one. Shout out to Derek Rose. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, okay. So we're, we're going to flip to a different style here. Um, so we've seen the, the Flint Blue Jordan 13. Um, it's one of the most iconic and unusual of the, of the, collection of Jordan 13, but they're doing a black version. So it is a Flint black. The, the colors are the same, but except for that mesh upper is not blue anymore. It's like reflective black. Is that a copper or a pass for you? Hmm, I would say it is. I say it was a, it's a cop. Okay. It's a cop. 
Okay. Couple, couple more that I have for you and, and maybe I'll turn it over to Karen. Maybe Karen has a couple that she might want to throw your way, <laughs> but we, we cannot talk about sneakers this month without talking about the Jordan three white cement reimagined. So be before you get all excited and jump, jump through my screen right now and tell me it's a cop, <laughs> there have been quality issues. There have been many sneaker heads mm. now that are concerned with what the shoe looks like. It doesn't look like the one that they released in, in 2013. It definitely doesn't look like the JT um, uh, halftime show one. It, it doesn't look like the one from 03. So now that I've kind of put you in that mindset, is that a cop or a cos? It's a cop for me. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> too fun, too fun. Karen, I'll turn it over to you. You got a couple you want to throw his way? Yeah, you know, um, this week, you know, I'm a lover of the twos, you know, so the UNC twos, I know it's a women's release coming out at least, well, for us, there's a few drops happening on Wednesday, Nike's releasing it on Saturday for us. What are your thoughts on that? I, I honestly do not have a pair of twos. <laughs> Believe it or not, out of my whole collection, I believe yep. everybody's just jumping on the bandwagon. Some people really did have a couple pair of tools, you know, from back in the day. But it's just so many people. I'm like, now nah, you know. Now nah, you know. I've never seen you post a pair of tools. <laughs> but um, I'm willing to try the blue ones. I, I kind of, I'm kind of thinking about going to the store to go see the green ones because the green ones sitting on shelf and green is my favorite oh, color. So the green ones are the green ones are beautiful. They're so nice. Um, for me, that UNC too low is a definite cop for me. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm thinking um, about it. Yeah, I think, you know, anyone who's not used to wearing a two, I think a low two is a good segue into that universe um, yeah. to get you to love the silhouette. It's so comfortable. And because it's so unique in its shape that, you know, anything you wear with it's just going to stand. You will stand out no matter what you are wearing. It's a shoe of the I'm summer. A, I'm, I'm a, telling you now. I'm, it is I'm a, a shoe of the summer. I'm going to give it a try. It's just, I feel as though like all white shoes look big on me. I'm a size 11. So, you know, white hey, looks bigger. Um, hey, you, you'd be just fine. <laughs> We're the same. <laughs> <laughs> you know, another big one coming out is that wash denim pink. Jordan 1. Are you into uh, the pink sneakers? No, I do like pink. But I, I think I'm gonna pass on that one. On that one? Pass on that one, yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, so Lionel, I think those are the only couple of pairs that I had in mind okay. that I wanted to sort of yeah. get your gauge on, see where you're at with them. So I I, I think there's de definitely one that's still on the radar because it's out there, the, the price continues to go up. Mm -hmm. So that this would be version five of uh, the Amam and Year collection. So mm -hmm. we obviously have had, not in order, but I'll, I'll tell you the order that came out. We had three, and then what did we have? One, and then yep. we had the two. Uh, two, and then four, four, and now we're at two colors of, of the 12, yep. both with kind of, uh, you know, a, 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 a kind of looking like an original pair, but the, the colorways and the way they've been updated and the materials look out of this world in terms of the quality or either of those Jordan 12s. And I, I personally, I like the white, but then I'll, I'll literally close my eyes and I'll 
open them again and now say black. So I'm <laughs> totally on the fence for any sneaker lover that loves 12s. And I'm not a big 12s person by it, but I love how these two look. Yeah. Are either of those a cop or a pass for you? Oh, definitely a cop. Uh, I, I, I agree with you. I think the white one do look better. The black one, I might have to see in here because yeah. it's like some people I see post, it look like it, it could be a little ashy. Mm-hmm. so it all depends i really gotta see the black the black one yeah. in person but i like the white one the white one just look buttery like yeah. the yeah. upper looks amazing on the yes. white one let alone the velvet let alone the velvet yeah. Yeah. but but the white is there something the about the upper yeah. yeah yeah the white one looks amazing yeah. um shout out to my friend tiara mm-hmm. 88 for hooking the misses up with the white pair. Nice. Oh, nice. well then. She she is um a sneakerhead that her thing, they call her the retail queen. Okay. She, every every pair of her collection she paid retail for. Like nice. she goes above and beyond the raffles outside. The back in the day, the way sneakers releases used to be, and she right. don't stop. And she just happened to help my wife get a white pair her size and yes. give it to my wife for retail. That's Amazing. a real friend right there. Real friends sell sneakers for retail. Yes. Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. So I managed to get a pair of the 12s in the white as well. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Sharing, you're not even sharing you getting nice shoes. See how you <laughs> wow. are now. You know, it was the black ones just look, in my opinion, too heavy of a shoe. And when I saw the white with the burgundy, like I'm not a fan of 12s. Um, This will be my first pair of 12s that are in my collection. Um, And I'm happy that it's going to be this pair. Um, But, you know, again, I'm a menier, you know, the, the James Whitner, like that group, it's like the stories, the materials, like everything about that shoe and that's behind it is is just what makes it even more special. Yeah, you you guys are not going to embarrass me on here. I can't pronounce it or spell it, but I think the twelve yep. is the second best one they made. Of course, the threes. No, 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 no. Put put some respect on that four's name. Come on now. Uh, I feel like the fours, they could have did a little more. It's, it looks beautiful, yeah. but I think they could have did the 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 whole upper a little better to me. Just a little better. Because I'm a four fan. Four is my yep. favorite silhouette. Same. But I, I yep. was like, mm, come on, just they push just a little more. just missed the mark ever so slightly. To me, just a little bit. But, but the design of that four and everything yep. was perfect. Perfect, yeah. man. I just feel like I don't know whether it's missing, but it's just something. You know how you go to somebody's house and they tell you to taste something, and then you, <laughs> you know, and you like maybe a little bit more salt. <laughs> so that's how I was with the four. It's like it's like I rubbed the shoestrings together, and I was like, it's missing something. <laughs> wow, wow. Okay, we're gonna move off this subject because you're you're killing us with these anecdotes right now. Okay. <laughs> So as we're wrapping up, you know, obviously a really amazing conversation. Um, but, you know, again, we were kind of touching on a little bit before we kind of got into, you know, some of the releases that are out there. So like, what are your thoughts right now on the sneaker community, you know, for women in general? 
And and then how can it improve from your perspective? I feel like to me, I feel like the the sneaker community was slowly dying. I feel like to me, 2017, I say between 2016 and 2018, sneakers was at its peak to me. Then it started to die down in 2020. It got very big. And now I feel like it's starting to die again because it's so much like backdoor. It's like people are taking the fun out of it. The joy of sneakers was always to hunt for it. It makes you value it, you know? So I feel like women are the ones that's gonna bring sneakers back because it's getting me excited just to see women dominating the game. So I think, you know, the sneaker community is definitely gonna move forward. And I think women are gonna lead the way. And I'm not just saying that for women's month. I genuinely say yeah. they're gonna lead the way. Yeah, you, you very well could, yeah. could be a hundred percent right. So yeah, I, I, when you, it really makes me think of you know, I think back to the the mid 2000s and then beyond, and I, I was already in sneakers for 10 years at that point, but how you used to have to hunt for a shoe, there was no resale market. If you got it, you got it. If you yeah. didn't, you had to trade it or do something or buy it out of someone's collection. There was no, like, if you have enough money in today's age, you can just go buy, cherry pick exactly what you want. There's no research. You just wait for it to release. It's like, today's the day. I'm going to buy Karen's, you know, UNC to Chicago, Jordan too low. And I'm just going to go push a button and yep. that's it. I'm done. I paid money for it, but I got the shoe that I wanted. There's no work that's get that's getting done unless you want to buy stuff for retail. That's where yep. the work kind of comes involved. But there's always this fail safe that you can go and pay extra and buy it on the resale market because it's there. It's available. Like if you have money, you can go and buy it. But in those days, there was none. You just had to, hopefully 10 years down the road, you're going to come across a guy or a girl that's got the shoe that you want and you can buy it. That was the only other way. And you had to accept that you just didn't get a shoe. Like you may have wanted it. Maybe the shoe you wanted the whole year and you just may not have got it and you had to accept it. So definitely different times and hopefully the, the women of the of uh, of the sneaker community can bring things uh, and put things back in order. Karen, any thoughts? No, I think you're absolutely right. I think, you know, women in the sneaker community is that breath of fresh air that needs to be injected into the community and just sort of liven things up again and just make everyone excited, right? Like, I just want people to be excited and just uplift everybody and you know hopefully there are more men out there who will see us and hear us and appreciate what we can bring to the table right and I think that's what needs to happen is just more recognition and more acknowledgement in this space yeah I totally agree so that is it for today's episode so a, a pretty amazing conversation though so Karen, first, I'm turning to my left because that's where you're on my screen. <laughs> right. um, hat, hats off to you on, on your first co-host episode. It's pretty awesome. Again, this will be all available on YouTube, iHeartRadio, um, uh, Spotify, uh, Apple Music, Google. So it will be available on Wednesday, International Women's, Women's Day. So it'll be pretty awesome to, to launch this one then. 
and, and the heartbreak kid uh, you were an absolutely amazing guest uh karen found you so i'm giving her all the credit <laughs> But you were an absolute amazing guest. Yeah. We definitely will have to have you back and chop it up about something else. But uh, thank you for your time. Thank you for your insights and sharing your story. And, uh, and yeah, you definitely cracked a couple of jokes. You had me laughing in stitches. So. <laughs> thank you so much, man. I, I appreciate you guys allowing me on the platform and everything. And, you know, sharing my thoughts and ideas for women in the sneaker game. And let's just make sneakers fun again, guys. Hey, uh, absolutely. Let's make sneakers fun again. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So thank you, everyone, for listening. That is this episode of Sneaks, Rhymes, and Life. Hopefully you enjoy International Women's Day and all the festivities that will happen this month. Take the time to listen, educate yourself, and observe and, and, and give those women that are in the community, um, whether it's sneakers, hip-hop, or anything else, give them their flowers. Bye for now. Peace. <laughs>